This is Senior Talk, presented by Heartfelt Care at Home on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 AM, and 92.5 FM. Here is your host, Greg Koopman. Good morning and welcome to Senior Talk presented by Heartfelt Care at Home, a Total Care Connections family company right here and only on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 AM and 92.5 FM. I'm Greg Koopman, your host for Senior Talk. Senior Talk is sponsored in part by Heartfelt Care at Home, Colorado Springs' most trusted senior in-home care provider. Be sure to visit them online today at heartfeltcareathome.com. Joining us in the studio today, longtime guest, longtime listener, return guest, uh, the one, the only Kent Matthews with the Pikes Peak Area Council of Governments Area Agency on Aging Family Caregiver Support Center. Yay! You did it. I get it. I tell you, I've been saying it long enough. As long as we've been doing the show here on KRDO, uh, you have been a uh, a staple and a a great guest to have on to uh, to cover all the aging wisdom that you have here for our Colorado Springs community but thanks for coming back you're welcome thank you for having me back having me back for listeners who maybe in the rare event haven't heard from you in the past here on senior talk take a few moments Kent share with our listeners a little bit about your background and what led you to doing what it is you do today so a little bit about my background. Um, I'm a master degree social worker, and I've been doing it for 30 years. Um, that it's been my second career. My first career was I worked in the Lutheran Church. But as an MSW, I um, spent the first 15 years doing hospice social work. And then the last 15 years, I have been doing and overseeing the Family Caregiver Support Center at the Pikes Peak Area Agency on Aging. And it, I learned after I started working at the area agency that the work that I do for the Family Caregiver Support Center is very similar to the work that I did as a hospice social worker, which is yeah. providing emotional support to family caregivers and helping family caregivers figure out the puzzle of caregiving. That, that desire to help and to serve and to guide has that always been with you? I mean, not everybody says, I'm going to be a social worker uh, because the, the the glitz and the glamour and the, the high dollars that go with being a social worker uh, typically don't all go together. So right. is it? are you born with that in, in, in instinct you know, nature I, to, I just want to help people? The, um, <laughs> I know that now, but I didn't know that 30 years ago. Um, and when I uh, went back to graduate school to get my uh, degree, it was because um, my wife was working in the church. She's an ordained Lutheran minister, and I needed a career that if we went to a different city, I could get employed. Yeah. Um, and so it was purely from an employment standpoint. And then when I graduated and I literally fell into hospice work, I was looking for some place that would hire me, and there was a hospice in town, and they were f- willing to hire Freshly minted MSWs, meaning greenies that really didn't know what they were doing. Absolutely. And um, I, I fell into hospice work and found out that I loved it. And so um, it's been something that I stumbled into, but I have found my passion and I really, really enjoy helping people. Love it. Now, Area Agency on Aging, What what is the Area Agency on Aging? So the Area Agency on Aging is a federally mandated program through the Older Americans Act. 
Every county in the country has an area agency on aging that serves it, although it may not go by that name. And basically what we are tasked to do is to assure that there are services for seniors in the community where they live, as well as for family caregivers. And most area agencies on aging serve multiple counties. So our, the Pikes Peak Area Agency on Aging, uh, we're responsible for El Paso, Teller, and Park Counties. And I believe in total in Colorado, we have about 17 different area agencies on aging that cover multiple counties. Love it. And you, you touched on something I want to emphasize one more time. We do have a lot of uh, listeners online and a lot of listeners out of state. Uh, area agencies on aging, they're, they're mandated through the, the Older Americans Act. Correct. So this is something where every region, every community um, throughout the country should have uh, some form of an area agency on aging in place, resources for our aging population. Um, Google it. You'll find it. Right. Um, if you get in a bind, call Kent, and, yes. and he'll get you pointed to, to one in your area. Yes. Uh, but uh, what a, a phenomenal resource that, that all communities across the uh, the country have to at least get uh, the basic resources for our aging population. Now, we're going to dive uh, in, into family caregiving, Kent, which is which is really, you know, the specialty that, that you bring. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do that, highlight briefly, you know, what other services does the agency on aging, the local area agency on aging provide? So in terms of we have two ways to provide the services. We could do it directly ourselves or we could provide money to other companies, businesses, agencies in the community to provide the service. Our area on agency does a combination of that. So directs what we call direct services. Um, direct services would be um, partially the Family Caregiver Support Center, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but we also have um, SHIP counselors, state health insurance program counselors, and they are our Medicare specialists. And so they meet with um, seniors in the community, family caregivers, and they help explain all of the ins and outs about everything Medicare, how it works. They help people find Medicare plans. The nice thing about using our ship counselors is they do not have a dog in the hunt, meaning they are very well versed in all of the intricacies of how Medicare works, but they're not representing a particular health plan or, you know, like Humana or, um, uh, United Health or whatnot, so they can help people find unbiased, factual, unbi- yes, the, the, yes, yes. almost an advocate to, right. to help make sure you're, you're you're truly finding what's best for right, you. Right, right, and then those um, counselors are also available to sit down with seniors and get them connected to resources in the community that would help them. Um, and then going back to, we provide um, money to. Um, different agencies and businesses to help provide and assure that there are services for seniors like grab bars, um, meals, transportation. Um, those are the biggies. Um, fall prevention programs. Um, those are some of the services that we um, contract with other providers in the community to assure that they are there and available to seniors um, so they could use those services. Fantastic. All right. Family Caregiver Support Center, what is that? So <clears throat> it is basically a one-and-a-half-person show. <laughs> There's me and then um, my uh, Who's colleague. the half-person? The half-person is Jennifer. Um, she works um, half-time. And our, resp- our primary responsibility is to support family caregivers, and we do that by consultations. Pre-COVID, we did all of our consultations face-to-face, 
COVID, we went to doing them either over the phone or via Zoom. Post-COVID, we are doing a combination, okay. either over the phone, via Zoom, or face-to-face, depending on what the caregiver wants to do. And in the consultations, we basically have a conversation about what's going on with the caregiving. And in based on that conversation, we provide them information about resources that would help them with the caregiving, and then we provide the emotional support. And the two things that make our consultations very differently, one is the time we spend with the caregivers. Um, because they are always very surprised, impressed that we will spend 45 minutes to 75 minutes, whether it's on the phone or face-to-face or via Zoom, explaining everything to them. So we just don't give them the resources and say, here's the name, here's the phone number, call. Good good luck, you're on your own. We talk about what that service is, why it's important for them to get in contact with this resource, this resource, and how it would support them in the caregiving. Um, and then the other thing we do is we begin to provide that initial emotional support. Um, caregivers who come to us often have hit the wall. Um, they've been doing it for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden they know they can't do it anymore. And so we provide that validation. This is why you're hitting the wall. This is why it's so difficult. And a lot of times we explain it in a way that says it's not what you have or haven't done. It's also about what your family member is or isn't doing because this is a dance and you all have been trying to dance with each other and your feet hurt because both of you are stumbling all over each other so a lot of times what caregivers tell us they appreciate the most is we're the first people who in talking with them we get it and they know that we get it and so that's what um, they appreciate the most. You know, to, to feel heard and, and understood for, for probably the first time in a long time, yep. uh, if ever, um, is a game changer from a mindset standpoint to actually begin to to put those puzzle pieces together. And I know we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. Right. So in addition to the consultations, the other thing we do is we have a, a voucher program where we pay for some limited care in the home or time at a daycare to give the caregiver a break. And that could be a physical break from, the, from providing the physical care. It can be an emotional break. So when the people are there or they're at the daycare, they caregivers can go out and fill their emotional bucket back up. Yeah. Or it can be a financial break, meaning they haven't hired, in, they haven't hired a home care company because mom or dad only have $30,000. That's going to go quickly. Yeah. Well, if they use the voucher and they're paying the home care company 20 hours a month to come out and it happens to be a home care company that is approved to participate in the voucher program, when they have a voucher program, rather than paying for 20 hours, on the month they have a voucher, they pay eight because we're, pay- we're paying for 12. So we have that um, voucher to give them a break. And then the emotional support, we do uh, evidence-based program called Powerful Tools for Caregivers which teaches caregivers how to thrive. We do a support group once a quarter that runs for seven weeks. Um, And then we work very closely with the UCCS Aging Center to provide ongoing emotional support to family caregivers. So all of that's wrapped up in what we do at the Caregiver Support Center. I love it. And and define for me who or what is a, you know, who who is a, a family caregiver? So for our program, family caregiver It starts with, um, are you related, like an adult child, an adult uh, adult, um, grandchild? 
um, an uncle, an aunt, a cousin, whatever the case may be. But that's uh, and, not all, Kent. Right, that's not all. <laughs> but, and, and all of those, quote, family members are not getting paid. Right. Um, but it's also neighbors who have been looking concerned about their neighbor across the street. And they've been helping them. Ten years helping exactly. bring, bring the trash can in or check in on them when the family's out of Ex- town. Exactly, exactly. Um, or friends at church. Um, and so it's basically a concerned member of the community who is concerned about an elder, whether or not that elder has support or not, and they're helping them. That, in our program, is a family caregiver. All right. Kent, phone number for, for our listeners to get in touch with you and the team over there at the Area Agency on Aging Family Caregiver Support Center. Um, 719-471-2096. And they can either ask for me, Kent Matthews, or Jennifer Horn. All right. Now, you mentioned, you know, caregivers you know, quote, hit, hitting the wall. And, mm-hmm. and obviously, and maybe not so obvious, there are emotional issues and challenges that, that, that make caregiving difficult. What sort of impact do we see caregiving have on the caregiver's life? It impacts every aspect of their life. So if they're a working caregiver, it challenges them at work because they're having to figure out how to get mom and dad or their family member to appointments. Um, or having to leave unexpectedly because they get the phone call and something happened and they got to take care of it. So it impacts their work. It impacts the other um, relationships within the family. Had a caregiver yesterday. She was calling and she was asking for a consultation. And she said, I'm the only one of the siblings that's willing to take care of mom. And I mean, dad, it was dad. I'm the only one that's willing to take care of dad. And, um, um, that, based on my 30 years of experience, told me that there was issues going on. And so her other siblings, because of longstanding family dynamics, her other siblings weren't even willing, although they live here in the area, of stepping up to, up to the plate to help her. Okay. She's it. So it puts this additional stress. Family dynamics and the history of family relationships also has a huge, huge impact on how the family's going to be dealing with the stresses of probably more often older. than not. I mean, yeah. as far as the family dynamics drive uh, the the stress and the chaos and the the, the burden yep. of family caregiving. Yep. Right? Always, always, always. And the other reason I know this, caregivers come into my office and oftentimes they'll say, I moved to, I moved dad from another state here to live with me and I've been caring for him for four years. And then the next words out of their mouth is this isn't what I expected it to be, or this isn't what I signed up for, um, which tells me that um, there are things going on, and it's become much more difficult for a lot of different reasons, and it's straining their relationship with the family member they're trying to take care of. Sure, sure. Kent Matthews from the Family Caregiver Support Center. Kent, let's get your contact information out for listeners today. So, um Phone number is 719-471-2096. When you leave a message, you can just ask for me or you can dial extension 115. And then my email address is the letter K for my first name, Matthews, M-A-T-H-E-W-S, at P-P-A-C-G dot org. Um, So you can reach me by phone or by email. Fantastic. Let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. 
Greg Koopman here, host of Senior Talk Sunday mornings right here on KRDO News Radio. Our friends at Heartfelt Care at Home let seniors stay safe and independent in their own homes. As we get older, a little bit of help goes a long way, whether it's a friendly face checking in or someone to to help with daily tasks like bathing or dressing or meal preparation and more. If you're looking for options to assist yourself or an aging loved one stay safe at home, Heartfelt Care at Home is the solution. Visit Heartfelt Care at Home online at heartfeltcareathome.com or by calling 719-362-0094. Welcome back to Senior Talk right here on KRDO News Radio. We have our friend and repeat frequent uh, offender, guest, whatever you want to call him. We have the one, the only Kent Matthews uh, here in the studio today from the Family Caregiver Support Center at the local area agency on aging. Kent, always a pleasure having you in the studio. Always a pleasure to be back. Thank you, Greg. You know... We talked about you know the different resources available through the the area agency on aging. We talked a little bit about um, the emotional uh, stress uh, that, that that comes with being a, a family caregiver. Uh, oftentimes, family dynamics being a driver with that. In your opinion, uh, <laughs> do you like that? Uh, what what does a successful caregiving scenario look like? You know, I had a feeling you were going to go there. <laughs> um, so, and I'll, I'll start it off if this you way. It's a perfect picture. So, when I learned this when I was doing hospice social worker, sometimes successful um, family caregiving is the caregiver and the care receiver get through it without killing each other, and um, because of the stress that it that it involves. Um, I think, in reality, being a little bit more serious, uh, what successful caregiving looks like is. It's a willingness by both, all of the family members, not just the family member that's doing the caregiving, but all of the family members involved in the relationship to grow and change and be willing to adapt, as well as the care receiver. The care receiver has to be willing to adapt and to grow and and to acknowledge and live with the changes. Um, If either one, caregiver or care receiver, sometimes it's both. If either one of those parties refuses to grow, adapt, and change, then there's going to be stress, unbelievable stress through the reef, uh, through the roof, um, as they continue to try to maintain, maintain something that they can no longer maintain. That's where the stress comes from. That's why it's important for both parties to be willing to adapt, to change, to grow, and at the caregiver, uh, family caregiver support center, we have resources that we can help the care rece- the caregiver begin to learn how to cope and and adapt and to grow. Um, and one of the beauties of the UCCS Aging Center is they have resources to help provide some counseling to the care receiver as well, and also the caregiver to begin to learn how to adapt and to change and grow. I, I love it, and, and that's one unique thing about the the Greater Colorado Springs uh, community is, is we are uh, well equipped with a variety of resources to help navigate the aging process uh, through through organizations like uh, the UCCS uh, Aging Center, through Area Agency on Aging, Family Caregiver Support Center. The list goes on, and and what a great community to age in. Yep. Um, you know, we often refer to caregiving as a, 
as a puzzle, mm-hmm. and there's obviously different pieces to the puzzle. Right. Does everybody's puzzle look the the same? Kent, is there a cookie cutter answer to this? No, there's there. Okay, so there's not a cookie cutter My answer. Neighbor Sally did it this way and had this result. Right. I I can't expect the same. Correct. Correct. Now, there are similar major pieces to the puzzle, and though and those cover five areas: medical, legal, financial, caring, and emotional. The specific pieces in each of those large areas, that's, what's di- that's what differs from family to family. Um, and usually in the medical area, um, you know, we're not doctors and nurses, so we don't give medical advice. But we also know about resources to help people begin to understand cognitive impairment or dementia, which is often a huge, huge frustrating factor for family caregivers. Um, we also sometimes, when it's appropriate, introduce the whole concept of comfort care, which some people call palliative care, or hospice care, which is end-of-life care, and why it's important to begin to consider some of those pieces and when it's important to consider some of those pieces. Legal, um, again, we're not lawyers, but we do know, we, we ask about powers of attorney, why it's important to have powers of attorney. When is it appropriate to seek guardianship or conservatorship? Um, financial is um, <clears throat> laying out and the understanding of, so how do you pay the resources? The vast majority of caregivers coming in assume that or are frustrated because <clears throat> they've been trying to get Medicare to pay for a home care agency to come out week after week, month after month, and Medicare keeps saying no. So we are able to help explain how that really works, um, as well as if their family member has limited financial resources, where to go um, because there's a long-term care Medicaid program. We explain the uh, basics of that. Um, so we begin to help them figure out what they can do, how they can do it with financial limitations that their loved one has. Um, in the caring component, we talk about um, things like if the caregiver wants to be paid, how, how they go about doing that. Um, or if they want to hire help in the home, how that works with limited resources and how to put that together, or how to pay for care in an assisted living or a nursing facility. Um, I have a lot of caregivers who they just assume that dad or mom can't move into a care facility because they're getting um, $2,000 a month, and they've called around assisted living facilities, and they're saying, nope, it's four to three. $5,000 a month. And because mom and dad have the limited income, they just assume they can't ever move them in. Well, there are ways and we help them reframe how they think about things economically. So that becomes an option if they want to pursue it. Um, And then the emotional standpoint, we talk about the vouchers. We talk about the Caring conversation Support Group. We talk about the powerful tools. We talk about UCCS Aging Center. Um, and so we begin to identify all of those different pieces that fit for them, how they work at putting those different specific components together. Um, and a lot of times caregivers would say, you know, I got hope now because I came in here thinking there's nothing left. What am I going to do? And so there was fear and anxiety and then we identify, well, here's some different options. Here are different ways to pursue things. Here are different ways to look at it. Yeah. 
even just looking at it from a different angle might open the door to the ultimate solution that's gonna gonna at least alleviate some of the, exactly. the stress and problems. And the, and the first step is 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 taking action uh, to do something about it. Right. You know, a lot of times we we feel hopeless or helpless or or overwhelmed to the point where where we convince ourselves not to do anything about it. And uh, one thing we know for certain at that point is we're going to get the exact same results if we continue to exactly. do the same thing, which is which is nothing. So you got to exactly. take the first step. You got to take uh, the action to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to shift gears here because I want to make sure we we spend some time on it to highlight um, an upcoming event, Kenton. And really, it's an annual event that that you've been putting together. Um, that's called the Caregiver Pampering Day. Yeah, you know, tell our listeners about this wonderful event. So this is the twentieth year we will be doing Fantastic. it. Um, and we even held it through COVID. Um, so we consistently held it for the past 20 years. This year, it will be on Saturday, April 1st from 8.30 to 1 p.m. at the Colorado Springs Senior Center. And what we do is um, we pamper family caregivers. Um, the people who can uh, register to attend Again, go back to the definition I said early, earlier before. It's a family caregiver, somebody who's unpaid, neighbor, friend, um, a family member who's caring for somebody 60 and older. And they just want to be pampered. And the beauty of the pampering event is the, the pampering activities that they can sign up that will nurture them. But the other thing is they are find themselves with 60 to 80 other family caregivers. And... Um, they, for a lot of caregivers, that's huge because now they've never been in a place where there's 80 other people doing the same thing. Do the They're the same thing, sharing the same chaos. And exactly, exactly. And-, and, and the beauty is they don't have to explain themselves because as soon as they say, this is what's going on with me, there's, there's a connection yeah. with whomever other family oh, caregivers that they're talking with. Um, we provide during the day um, a free um, breakfast. Um, that this year, uh, for the last several years, the breakfast has always been uh, made by one of the Brookdales, um, and they bring the food in and serve it to the caregivers. Um, so there's free breakfast, free lunch. Um, for the last number of years, that's been provided by Mackenzie Place. Um, their chefs uh, in both places prepare the food, bring it in, and it's buffet style. Um, and then the the pampering activities um, this year, um, there's something for everyone. Yeah, there is literally something for everybody. We're going to do a sound bath um, where family caregivers who are there, if they want to go to that, uh, they're going to be introduced to how sound through bowls, you know, the singing bowls, sure. how that help with um, in easing emotional stress as well as physical stress. Um, therapeutic drumming, is we've done that for a number of years. Um, we're going to do something on laughter meditation, um, how using laughter when you meditate, aromatherapy, um, gratitude jars, and then uh, the unique one this year is caregiving colors. We're going to have a person come in and talk about all of us have a specific color, Mm -hmm. and that color is an indication of our personality, how we react to stuff. And so she's going to take the caregivers through an exercise to help them identify their colors, help them identify the colors of their family members, how those two different colors work together, how they clash. Um, and having that knowledge can create a, a path forward on how to, to better yep. better change your environment. Yep, yep. So 
um, to kind of head off the next question, um, that anybody, if you're a family caregiver, you're caring for somebody 16 or older, um, you can register. The easiest way to register is go um, to the website for the PPACG. So it's PPACG slash Pampering Day. Put that into the search engine. It'll take you to the page. There's a link you can um, click on. When you click on that link, it'll ask for your information. You fill the information, and you hit submit, and you're registered for the event. It's free. Yeah, and, and again, you know, we're running so quick on time. It always happens, um, especially when we enjoy what we're talking about. I know. Um, Daytime again. It's a free event for family caregivers. These are unpaid caregivers in our community taking care of a loved one, sixty uh, or older. Sixty or older. When and where? And again, how do we register? So it is on Saturday, April first, at the Colorado Springs Senior Center. You have to register before the event in order to attend, um, and it is from 8.30 to 1 o'clock, and uh, the best way to register is go to ppacg.org slash day. or if you want, you can give me, um, you can call me, and there's a special number to call, and that number is 719-886-7522. And we'd be happy to, you can call and say, I want to register. I'll give you a call back, and then we'll get you registered for the event. Fantastic. Our friend Kent Matthews with the Area Agency on Aging Family Caregiver Support Center. Kent, uh, I know we just threw out a lot of contact information. Let's do it one more time. Uh, Best way for listeners to get in touch with you, whether it's for the pampering day, whether it's for resources, whether it's just to talk, um, it's uh, always a pleasure. But how do we get in touch with you? So the best way to get in touch is um, one way is by phone, and the two phone numbers are 719-471-2096, extension 115 the other phone number is 719-886-7526. Um, or you can drop me an email, which is kmatthews at ppacg.org. Fantastic. Kent, always a pleasure, my friend. We look forward to having you back in the future. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it. Before we go, I want to remind listeners you can find out more information about our sponsor, Heartfelt Care at Home, online at heartfeltcareathome.com or by calling 719-362-0094. Be sure to join us next Sunday and every Sunday at 8 a.m. right here and only on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 AM, 92.5 FM, and KRDO.com for another edition of Senior Talk presented by Heartfelt Care at Home, a Total Care Connections family company. Mm-hmm.